0: to the woman in Misha. I'm your host, Karen Hines, also known as Coach K. And I bring you this platform for women to share their stories coming from twinge to triumph. Last week, we spoke to Ms. Lisa Jones about her battle through stage two cancer. This week on part two, we will be discussing and speaking on Ms. Jones, her journey to weight loss, her books and her business, Join me as me and Ms. Lisa Jones have authentic conversations about her life. Yes, thank you. For um, those of you who didn't see me last time, I'm Lisa Yvette Jones and I go by that Chief Encouragement, Inspirational and Empowerment Coach, Counselor and Consultant and yes, best-selling author. I am a speaker and a trainer as well. I'm currently currently the mother of one awesome and amazing son and I work full-time also with, for the federal government. I am in a leadership position that I've been uh, doing for decades and I absolutely love and so because I lead people so I uh, you know I love the 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 point that I can engage with employees and really help them to navigate through their career growth and development. I am also the new and proud owner of iCare Leadership. Yes, I cultivate those authentic relationships to empower. And why? Because I am on a mission to transform and humanize the employee experience, head, hand, and heart. So I'm on a mission to help others um, expiring or seasoned leaders in their first, maybe three years of leadership, to help them hone in on those soft skills that I find so important to really help build a wonderful and lasting relationship with employees. Oftentimes we miss when God is speaking to us. That is because we have not learned to be quiet long enough to hear Him when He speaks. Miss Lisa Jones goes through the importance of being quiet, having a relationship with your doctor, and being involved in your health. Keep your yearly appointments, and then you are a partner in your health. You do not wear the white jacket, but you have to have on an imaginary white jacket and let your physicians know that you are a partner in your health. So it's not so much them talking to you, it's you having a conversation on what you feel is best. My primary care who actually gave me the first report of the, uh, you know, my, that my pap smear, ladies, yearly exam, do not miss it. That's another nugget, okay? Um, she gave me the report and said that it came back abnormal. And I said, what does that mean? And she said, it can mean a number of things, Lisa. It can mean that the report was just wrong, or we can do more research to make sure that there isn't anything further. And that's when she sent me to an OBGYN who then told me to come into her office. And I said, well, why? I said, do you see cancer? I just said it out of nowhere. Didn't know why. I did, and it just didn't make sense for me to say it, but I said it. And she said, it's not that you can see cancer, but I want to rule it out. And she said, I'm going to send you to an oncologist. And then I said, well, I know what a gynecologic oncologist is, that's cancer. So what do you see? She said, it's not that I see it. I just want to make sure that if it is, we know, and if it's not, we know. So then that's when I went to him and got the report and the rest of history on that. Um, But once I got that back, just before my surgery, my doctor asked me to come into her office and all she wanted to do was just be present with me. And I thought that was so powerful we sat in the space of quiet for a good five to seven minutes and i know it was that long i just couldn't believe it but she allowed all of my thoughts and things to just come out and come up and finally i said doctor how many people are dying from this cervical cancer every year because here's the thing guys i had no symptoms not one no irregular cycle no pain nothing was out of the ordinary in fact i tell you there was a calm before the storm because i was at such a place of peace that it was beyond my understanding i didn't couldn't understand it and i said what is going on because i felt it for the first time i said this is a place that i'm in so tranquil that i just don't understand it and then I'm reminded of the scripture that says that God will give you that peace that passes all of understanding. So in that quiet though, my doctor gave me that space to be quiet. So people, that's another nugget. If you have a friend who is going through, they may not want you to say one word. Will you just be present with them and give them permission to be quiet in a safe space with you? Year 2006. 2006. Black women were 10 percent less likely to have been diagnosed with breast cancer and 40 percent likely to die from breast cancer as compared to non-Hispanic white women. Black women are two times as likely to be diagnosed with stomach cancer and they are 2.2 times as likely to die from stomach cancer as compared to non-Hispanic white women. Black women are far less cognizant of their probability and or risk factors. They are 35% more likely to die of heart disease than Caucasian women. According to HHS, black women develop hypertension earlier in life and have higher average blood pressure than white women. Primary medical exams that women need are gynecologist, clinical breast exam, mammogram, thyroid check, skin cancer screening, HPV test, BMI weight, STD screenings. Do your research. You should be knowledgeable about the age requirements to have these tests performed, why you need them, and what kind of doctor perform these procedures. Obtain a good relationship with your doctor Follow up on a regular basis and please get involved and ask questions when it pertains to your health. During my meditation sessions, I have realized a lot of black women do not know how to properly breathe. Or do they know how to live in their moment? Me and Ms. Lisa Jones will briefly discuss the importance of living in your moment and breathing um so um everything you know is not for everybody you just have to listen you know and and how i went from medication to meditation is me meditating on his word mm. you know and listening to him when he's speaking to me because i have a tendency to talk you know i was just so stubborn to where i didn't want me to tell me what to do mm-hmm. you know i didn't want to listen to me but it's a time, you know, when I say peace be still, he couldn't tell me to peace be still. He said, just shut up. Okay. <laughs> shut up, Because I talk, you know, and i be talking, you know, back and forth with myself because I don't want to hear me. Yes. And yeah. it's a battle of the mind. Mm-hmm. So you have to clear your mind, sit and you focus, you sit down, you be quiet and you just learn to listen. Yeah. Because if you do not listen, you're going to miss it. You are. You're going to you miss are. it. You know, one of the things that people don't even realize that the word listen and the word silent have the exact same letters. The exact same letters. And that's, I believe, strategic as well. So that's just another nugget (laughs) too. When people want to talk, just realize, turn those letters around and take some time to be silent. Exact same letters. And one thing I want to add is breathe. We as black women do not know how to breathe. I didn't realize we could shallow breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, I know I would look (laughs) at a little newborn when they're born, and I see that they can breathe, breathe it from their stomach and then their chest or what have you. Then I go, they're they're just so these little quick little breaths. But then I realized one day when I was watching this program, I was a shallow breather that Mm -hmm. I don't take full breaths. So I yeah. am so intentional now, and if you even say the word "breathe" like you just did, <laughs> I did like this. I, I saw you. <laughs> I saw you. Yeah, I'm like she breathing. <laughs> Good. I said, as soon as you said it it was like okay it is time for me to take a deep breath and let it out because it comes we yes so much so oh my goodness I'm so glad you mentioned that what yes. are some of the you know just take the time to focus on what's there in front of you absolutely and stop worrying about yesterday stop worrying about tomorrow What are you, what are you doing now? What's in front of you right now? What can you control right now? Absolutely. And we have to take those um, now moments to get a, get get clarification and to just to get us together, get focused, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, stop worrying about the next person. Stop worrying about what the next person is doing, what they have that you don't have. Exactly. And just focus on what God blessed you with. Yeah. Among sure things our meditation, right? meditation is a simple and effective method to improve the quality of lives and develop inner peace relieve stress and provide mental clarity Meditation can help you unlock your potential understand emotions improve constructive feelings relationships and the flow of positive emotions Apart from improving overall well-being, your happiness, meditation helps your memory stay sharp and your concentration remain stable. Another benefit to meditation is helping you fall asleep. Meditation triggers the relaxation responses. It is estimated that 50 to 70 million Americans frequently suffer from sleeplessness, hindering daily functioning, and negatively affecting health and longevity. For more information about meditation, contact Preeminent Life Solutions, LLC today. Ms. Jones, what motivated you to lose weight and go on this weight loss journey? And how did you maintain your weight? throughout the years. Weight Watchers, I did the bariatric surgery, the sleeve procedure, and I initially lost about 69 pounds. Well, I was 362 pounds. So losing 69 pounds was not going to be the answer for me, but I had to keep going. But the whole point was for me to change the narrative that I wanted to, God gave me a second chance. I wanted to live and not die, and I was going to live and not die. But here's the thing, I knew that I can be in my 40s, and my 50s, and my 60s, my 70s, and my 80s looking good because there are too many stories out there of women who are doing it. And all of a sudden, those women started coming up in my newsfeed. You see what I'm saying? When we think about, we grow. We grow in. Yeah. So when I started seeing Miss Ernestine Shepard at 75, 80, looking like she was, had a body of a 16 year old with rock mm-hmm. solid ass, I said, that's my inspiration. And more and more women in their 80s and 90s that look like they're in their 40s, I said, well, yes. oh, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And so I never gave up on my journey. I still, the sleeve procedure did for me what I needed it to do. I was eating healthy, but I was eating too much. So it gave me the opportunity to have smaller portions and my weight loss just came off slowly. I never gave up on me. I even went through a standstill for about five or six years where I just fluctuated between the same 226, 253. I would stay between those pounds. And then in 2016, actually, I'm sorry, 2019 is when my doctor, I was having some intestinal issues. And then I said, what do I need to do so that I can stop seeing you? Let's speak about your business, Miss Jones. Why the name and how did you come up with that yes. name? <clears throat> and getting quiet and still, I said, Lauren, I do care. But what does this mean? And he said, I want you to train other leaders in your method, in what you do, in bringing the heart of leadership, heart to leadership. And then I said, I do care. And then he said, that's the name of your organization. I care. And it's the small I C A R E because it's less about me and more about them. But I, and then I said, well, what does care mean? And what does that really mean, Lord? And then I heard you cultivate those authentic relationships to empower.
1: And
0: authentic, it means you're being vulnerable, but it also means that you are not afraid to have those crucial conversations with people. Don't get me wrong. There are team members that I've had to show the door, Mm -hmm. but listen, I can sleep well at night because they knew that it took a lot to get there. And so my whole goal is to make sure that I teach others and what people call them are soft skills, but I think they're so powerful. They're powerful and people are seeing that now that we have to bring the heart of leadership we have to bring heart to leadership so transforming and humanizing the employee experience is what's crucial for us hand mm-hmm. hand and heart It's one thing for you to want the labor and then you want the intellect of the people that come on board but we also need to tap into the heart mm-hmm. and get to know them holistically you have written several books Can you please share those books and why you've written them? I, in 2019, Dr. Missy Johnson, who is now a screenwriter for BET, so it's so wonderful, she compiled the book, Fearless Women Rock. Here it is, my shameless plug, Courageous Women Finding Strength During the Storm. She came together and she said that she wanted to get 1,000 women to share their story. And when I got the notice, I said, I have to be a part of this. And so I did, and I then wrote my story talking about the cancer diagnosis and what I went through. And I give tons of nuggets in here to talk, tell you, to walk you through some of the things that I did to help me navigate that story. So writing, overcome through writing. This was therapeutic for me because I'm huge on journaling. I'm huge on journaling and really having people um, talk about what's going on with them. They may have to do it in writing. So every morning I journal and I then said, well, what would my chapter be in this book? So in Fearless Women Rock, my chapter is From Cancer to Comeback, How My Faith Made Me Home. But in Women Overcoming Through Writing, I started thinking about, well, do I want to write about the cancer story again? And then Mm -hmm. I said, well, there are so many people who have cancer. Who wants to hear my story? And guess what I did? I went in my room and got quiet and I sat there on my bed and I just meditated. And then the Lord said to me, everyone wants to hear your story. The world wants to hear your story. And so I said, oh my goodness. So that's the title of mine in here. Who wants to hear my story? The world does. And what I'm talking about is getting out of your head and getting over those self-limiting beliefs that you don't have something to yes, say. I love this You know, collaboration and yes. this authentic conversations is what we need um, and I tried to bring um, women here that can have something to offer other women and try to uplift them and bring them out of a dark space. Listen, um, I, I'm telling you, for you to have done this is huge. You were talking yeah. about black women and, you know, and them, you know, when they get to a certain place, they forget others. You are showing a whole different side of that. So, where that was a negative for your history in the past, you are rewriting history by having a platform for women to come to. Thank you so much. This is powerful. I don't take it for granted. I am so thankful that you have given me this opportunity. This. And thank, thank you, Karen. Karen. Thank you, you so much. It. Keep thank up the great work you're doing. I pray much success for you. Thank you so much. That means a lot. It means a lot. I thank you for watching this week's episode, The Woman and Me. I'm your host, Karen Hines, also known as Coach K. You have a good evening and be mindful.